Now is the only minute we have. We have no idea what tomorrow holds. This life happens once, and in the blink of an eye, it's over. Before we know it, 10 years have passed, and we have no idea where the time went. Every now and then, a gentle nudge appears, reminding us to live, to live out loud, and to live life now. This life is so beautiful when we stop to smell the roses, when we take a moment away to be present and to look at the miracles happening all around us. We can't help but want to celebrate. The small things we take for granted are really the big things. How often do you truly celebrate the joys of life? Are you living life or is life living you? I invite you to celebrate life in every moment possible before these precious moments pass on by. Don't put celebration off for another moment or another special occasion. Let's tap into it together. Step into your life and live to celebrate. Hello, hello, all my fellow celebrators. Welcome back to our latest edition of the Live to Celebrate podcast. As you guys know, I love to bring people on this podcast that I truly admire, and I'm so excited to bring this person to you. You know, going back to our word of the month last month on courage, and this is something we're really going to stem a lot of the questions around. Like this woman really embodies somebody who from, I have a soft spot for single moms, and uh, we have a lot in our organization because it takes a lot. We're, we're, di- we're built different, right? <laughs> and, you know, Kat uh, joined our organization just a short amount of time ago, but her courage and her bravery and the things that she's done in her life, I know are truly going to inspire you guys today. So I, I am super excited to interview the beautiful Kat Diaconto. As I said it wrong again, didn't I? It's perfect. Okay, good. I crushed it. There we go. So welcome to the show, Kat. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, of course. So we'll dive right in. Um, You know, as I mentioned, our word of the month being courage, like courage is not just something that's a physical trait, right? A lot of people think this bravery and courage, like you're the first to step into battle. But to me, you know, courage is someone like you who has really seen a lot of adversity in their life and really overcome it and still maintain such an amazing positive attitude, you know, continues to push your children to be better every single day. So just share with me just a little bit about Kat and who she is. Well, I am, like you said, a single mom. Um, I have a beautiful almost 24-year-old daughter, Gabriella, and um, the shining star of our family is my son, Sean. He is 31 and he is special needs. He has Down syndrome. Yeah, so that that was kind of something we we connected on majorly, and you know he's still with you full time right now, right? Yep, he yeah, he lives with me full time, and he has such an amazing spirit. I love it, and I think a lot of it comes back to you and your parenting and and what you've done with your kids. Now, Gabby also works for us, so shout out to the beautiful Gabby. <laughs> we love you so much. Um, but you know, I had the pleasure of really hearing your personal story. Um, And it's full of that everyday courage that we all want, that making the right choices and being an example. And it's truly inspiring the resilience and grit that you've had throughout your life. And I know that means that you have clear values and you stick to them and you really live them out every single day. Can you kind of share with us what some of your core values are and how you've been able to really have this unshakable determination that, you know, Life isn't, you know, what happens to you is what you really make of it. Right. Um, Well, thank you for saying that. I appreciate it. 
Um, I think that my biggest two core values really kind of embody a lot of the lesser ones. Um, number one being authenticity. I am the same person in the office as I am with my kids, as I am with my friends. So I really try to constantly maintain a level amount of, you know, everything that of who I am, everywhere yeah. I am. Um, and the other one I would say is integrity. And I think that encompasses honesty, loyalty, just truly having a a, a really good moral compass and always in every situation trying to do what is absolutely best. I love that. I love that. So, you know, facing vulnerability, we talked a lot about that last month is such a major courage building skill. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of your major things is authenticity, right? Can you share with us maybe a critical time in your life that you stood kind of head to head with vulnerability or something maybe even you do every day and you just don't back down because you know it's something that you have to do and you have to bring to this world to stay authentic? Um, I would say one specific event feeling vulnerable was making the move from Connecticut to Florida. Um, we didn't have a house. I didn't have a job. Oh, I wow. just had <laughs> I had a Tahoe packed with uh, three small dogs and two kids and a moving truck behind us. And we just we made the leap. And I knew that if I was happy, my kids would be happy. And that was probably one major event. That was only about seven years ago. And we've just continued to grow and be thrilled ever since then. But I would say on a day-to-day basis, it's really just protecting my family unit, even though it is technically what would be considered as broken these days, Um, protecting my son and um, just maintaining a great relationship with them every day, you know, in spite of what we face. I love that so much. And I love you said some key words in there. I think a lot of us moms get lost in making our kids so happy, we forget about ourselves, right? And you said, Mm -hmm. you know, I knew if I would be happy, my kids would be happy. And it's so clear you have this unshakable bond with your children. You know, tell me about that and how important that was with them growing up. Like your bond is so strong with them. You know, I've met Gabby and she, you guys are like sisters almost, but like in such a respectful way, she just adores you. You were a great role model to her. You know, and then like really how you kind of share with us a time as a mother, you've helped your children really overcome the fears and the vulnerability that you've dealt with in the past. Well, I think that I specifically, you know, just became a mother in the manner in which I did because I didn't have it when I was growing up. Um, We had substance abuse in my family, uh, domestic violence. We were in and out of foster care. And I just knew that I had to break the cycle. Um, Right. I had a sister who dealt with addiction. I lost my youngest brother to his battle with addiction. So um, it was just very important to me to make sure it was really my only goal in life. I knew by the time I was a teenager, my biggest success in life would be raising kids that I was proud of that were a direct reflection of who we were when we were behind closed doors. Mm -hmm. And um, that was just really important to me. Yeah, I know we all hope that for our kids and Um, I love watching the bond and the growth that you guys have together. You know, you um, you had a breakthrough moment. You just said enough is enough. So was it really, you know, what was the trigger in that? Was it just fear or just getting tired of the normal routine or was it just, you know, I I know there's a better life out there for us? I just knew there was a better life. You know, I grew up on a farm in upstate New York and I always felt different 
Every single one of my family members are still in upstate New York. Oh, wow. And I was the only one that left. I just, I knew at a young age, I wanted to hear, you know, I wanted to get on an airplane. I wanted to get in a taxi cab and all of those things I accomplished on my own. I just knew that staying there and, and, you know, not getting out of that environment was just what was most important to me. And I knew it would have a lasting effect on my kids and my family. Yes. And they're, they're so beautiful. And uh, so did you just take your finger and do Orlando? How did that happen? (laughs) No, we, um, my daughter was very involved in color guard in high school. And when we moved, she still had a year of high school left. And Mm -hmm. so we took what was most important to her, which was color guard. Mm -hmm. And we started looking on a map and looking at all the highest rated schools. And I'll give a quick shout out to Timber Creek High School in Avalon Park, because that was where we finally settled on. They were at that time, they were ranked eighth in the in the in the world. And so she wanted to be a part of that amazing organization. I love it. That's beautiful. So um, you know, going into your son, and mm-hmm. he, he's so adorable, and his spirit is so sweet. But something you shared with me the other day was that, you know, his condition and what he's going through has been such a blessing for you. And I want you to kind of share a little yeah. bit more about that. Like, you know, he kind of puts things into perspective for you on a daily basis when he's just so happy yeah. about every little thing. Yep, he really does. Um, not one day goes by that he doesn't say you're the best mom ever. (laughs) And it might just be because I'm tired and I ordered a pizza or, you know, something like giving him his folded laundry when it's already folded. You know, he's just so excited about the littlest things. And I don't necessarily like to refer to it as this, but ignorance is bliss. And, you know, he doesn't watch the news. He's not aware of the severity of COVID and coronavirus, and he doesn't know about wars and hunger and things like that. So he's truly able to see the purest joy in almost anything. He just lives in the moment every day. He's very, he's grateful for everything. He is so grateful for his sister. He loves everybody that he comes in contact with. So he is really, truly a blessing. That's beautiful. So, you know, even going through, um, you know, having a child with special needs and raising him on your own and with mm-hmm. an older sister, obviously, too, or younger sister, right? Yeah. But she's like his little mama. Yeah. She is a mama yeah. bear with him. It's so great to watch. Um, but, you know, feeling confused and upset is totally normal, especially when you kind of go through this major life change mm-hmm. when you get this term special needs, yeah. right, coming into your house. You know, tell me a way that it's affected you where, you know, a lot of people would be like the why me, the mm-hmm. kind of victim mentality. I went through how, that. Yep. You know, tell me how you kind of push through that and, and what it's like now. Uh, well, he was a surprise. I was 18 years old, like a lot of other young moms. But I was a young mother who was, you know, now caring for an infant with special needs. And so I did go through the why me for a long time. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was being punished for something. Yeah. And I just, I kept looking like, you know, society society says your level of success is based on the size of the house that you live in mm-hmm. or how much money is on your paycheck or how big your wardrobe is and how flashy your car is. But, um, you know, for a long time, I thought to myself, when am I going to get my windfall? When am right. I going to win my lottery? When am I going to be in this fancy house? Yeah. And it took a few years of me not even realizing that he was my lottery. He oh. was my windfall. You yeah. know, it took him to really bring us together. You know, my daughter grew up a lot 
having a special needs brother. She taught him how to tie his shoes. She helped him with his homework. You know, my ex-husband and I would go away on vacation and she was in charge of the house. Mm -hmm. So he has supported her and he has loved her and, um, you know, guided her through all of her milestones, getting a license, getting a car, going, you know, school events and things like that. So I really needed to actually look around and understand the meaning, the true meaning of the word blessing. And when I did that, everything else fell by the wayside and it, nothing really mattered after that. Definitely. I think, um, you know, a lot of single moms, especially in your case scenario, right, where you're, um, you know, raising a special needs, but we all kind of get stuck in that victim mentality. Yep. Like, why me? Why is this happening to me? And getting out of that cycle is so, so important, especially, you know, having children in the house and all of that. So that's super inspiring. Um, if you can do it, anyone listening, absolutely, I know, I know yeah. for sure can do it. Blessings come in many different forms and there's many different definitions. And I was just, I, I felt like I was being punished and, mm-hmm. and not until I really said, well, he's the one that's missing out. He's the one that yeah. will never drive. He won't probably won't get married. So you know, I, I I don't even know if it was a, a switch that just flipped inside. It wasn't mm-hmm. a gradual thing. Just one day I was like, this isn't about you. This right. is about him. And, yeah. you know, one of my friends when he was born said to me, um, God only gives special kids to special people. No. I love that. So that's beautiful. I know you um, you show such an incredible amount of courage and you you show him so much love and support every single day which um, I know a lot of people wouldn't. So you definitely need to to be proud of the mom you are Thank and you. the kids that you've raised because they are they are truly incredible. Um, you know, with this, you know, you keep talking about kind of you've had these breakthrough moments where you realized, you know, your son and his condition was a blessing to you, right? You can take something bad and really switch it. Yeah. What we think is bad, right? Mm-hmm. And really switch it and live in the moment. Living in the moment is so, so important. But, you know, I believe we're all here for a bigger purpose and you and I were having this conversation the other day and you shared with me what what your time on this earth is meant to do and what you believe your bigger purpose is so definitely I want you to share that with everyone listening um I truly think that my biggest purpose on this planet is just breaking that cycle within my family and creating new you know to use your word for the for next month is a new legacy yeah you know building new family values and what I did I enabled now my daughter to be a a caring and loving mother and to be there for her kids when the time comes and and that's something that's going to live on forever yes it definitely is so if you could leave the listeners with just one or just a couple words of advice from someone like you that's been through the trenches of adversity, you've had breakthroughs, you've seen blessing, you know, had bad things turn into blessings, and you continue to work through all this fear and the shame and the guilt, uh, the mom guilt, right, that comes out being a working mom. Like, what would those words be to anyone listening? I would just say, stay true to yourself. Um, You know, when you have your morals and values that you want to live by, stay true to them. Always do everything with a loving word, a loving hand. If it's not helpful or if it's hurtful, don't say it, don't do it. And, you know, when you're feeling like you're not sure that what you're doing matters, take a look at your kids, 
Take a look at your house. Take a look at your family, every person who's an extension of your family, and realize the true impact that you have on all of those people. It might not feel like it's much, but when you really sit down and think and truly count your blessings, you will become more aware of all of the things that are truly important to you. Definitely. I couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, We talked about this uh, kind of perfectionism idea the other day, right? You were like feeling upset that, you know, the dishes weren't clean and you had to go home and do that. And, you know, your son, like you said, he's just got a smile on his face. It's like, it's okay, mom, just just order pizza. We'll be fine. Uh, you know, tell us how you break through those perfectionism kind of mom, what I mentioned, mom guilt moments. Yeah. Um, well, I'm learning to, like you said, live a little bit more in the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, he is so loving and attentive. I'll go home at night and he puts a blanket down on the couch. He'll fluff my pillow yeah. and because I've had two back surgeries. So I deal with a little bit of chronic pain and he'll, you know, he'll make sure I'm all set up and say, do you want to watch TV or can I help you with the dishes? Mm-hmm. So it really is like you like to say, to live in the moment and just be more aware of what matters in that moment. Yeah. To truly live, to celebrate, right? It sounds like he embodies that every single day. And uh, tell me about this unconditional love from your child. What does that feel like? Um, I have to say it's really, it's beautiful is really the most important thing. Um, You know, he doesn't do so well with texting, but he'll send me (laughs) voice notes and he'll say, you're the best mom ever. I hope you have a great day at work. So sweet. The pups are okay. I'm okay. And he's just he's just very loving. I've mm-hmm. never I've never even met another person with a a kinder heart. He only wants the best for everybody. So giving that back to him mm-hmm. definitely makes it easier. And he definitely helps me you know, celebrate the little things, you know, yeah. because the little things are amazing to him. So yeah. That's beautiful. So tell me a little bit more about Miss Gabby. We love her. She's like a little, um, you guys would have the pleasure of meeting her if you ever came into our uh, celebration office. She manages the front. She's our Mm -hmm. little mama bear there. But like you said, she's grown up so quickly and she's so mature and just just so eloquent for her age. Thank you. You know, where did that come from? And do you really attribute it to, you know, having a son with special needs? I do. Like yeah. I said before, she uh, she helped out so much. She was absolutely instrumental in his upbringing. Um, all of his failures were her failures. She started volunteering with him at Special Olympics. So his successes were her successes. She's been a, a volunteer with Special Olympics since she was eight years old. Um, helping him realize his milestones and his goals and just completely being there for him. Um, you know, she's been witness to a couple of incidents where we were out in public or at the theme parks and, you know, little kids were staring at him or looking at him. We even had a situation where a mother was looking at him and, you know, wow. she would kind of block the staring and, you know, turn towards him and, and, and help him work through it if he noticed it. Right. So she was always very kind and loving. She was never, you know, one of those teenage kids who wanted to hang out in the mall or be running around with her friends. Mm-hmm. Um Every opportunity, every opportunity that she had to be with her family, she was. Friday nights, she was home. Even her 21st birthday, I think I mentioned to you, um, I offered to buy her and her friends bottle service at the club, <laughs> get a limo, whatever yeah. they wanted. And she chose a cruise out in the middle of the ocean with her mother and her brother. So, you know, yeah. that that really right there says a lot, you know, especially at that age and mm-hmm. for the people she chose to be 
trapped in the ocean with. <laughs> well, you have raised two incredible kids and you're an incredible woman. And just hearing your answer to that last question, like it's true, you have broken that generational curse. Like it's even filtering down to your daughter who yeah. would literally give the shirt off her back to she a stranger. She yeah. just has that kindness and goodness in her she heart does. like you do. Yeah, she takes him every every month for a long weekend, sometimes even a week. And he goes to their house and, um, you know, they play video games, they bake, they do all kinds of stuff just so he can kind of get a break as well. And, you know, those are things that she doesn't have to do, but she does it because she loves him. And, mm -hmm. you know, she wants him to have, you know, other experiences just from, you know, not even just being at home. It's fantastic to listen yeah. to you. So thank you so much for your insight today, your perspective, your resilience, your tenacity. We're so lucky to have you here. Thank you. And so lucky to have your family as part of our family. Thank you so, so much. Thank you so much for your time. You're welcome.